Hi everybody, welcome to Ask the Amigos. This is Discord's burning questions and our lukewarm answers. Uh, we also have a very special uh, crowd with us today because this is live at Boat Fest. So we are going to be inviting some uh, audience members up to ask us questions that they like later on. But we're going to kick things off right now. In fact, what we're going to do is we're going to kind of ping pong a little bit. If you have a question you would like to ask us, then please uh, come up and sit in the question chair. That way I'll know there'll be somebody on deck. And uh, we're going to kick things off with Super Tech Boy. Super Tech Boy asks, if you were in charge of the Voyager Golden Record that we sent into space, what would you put on it? That's a good question, isn't it? What do you got? Um, I'd probably put... Uh, no, I would. This week's Patreon song. Yeah, this week's Patreon song would go in that there. That way when the aliens find us, they won't give us any chance. Now, the way I look at it, you got to put something on there that when someone hears it, they can be like, man, this is an outfit we want to check out, or we don't want to check out. Right. So you got to either pick the best thing or the worst thing I'd you've ever done. I'd fill it full of Eurodance trash. That way the aliens <laughs> would want nothing to do with us, and they'd move on. Now, what would you put on there? Well, ARG, say, number 134. What was that one? I don't know. They're all so good. Is it only uh, audio, or could you put video on the disc? Oh, it says a Voyager Golden Record. Listen, so I don't think that, it's only I audio. Like I don't think there's RCA video disc were around when they put out the Voyager. <laughs> I'd put a copy of Dragon's Lair. <laughs> yeah, like, if you could defeat game. it right, then you would, you know. But not, not a playable version, just one that just goes straight through. The death's in the middle know, and everything. Yeah. I would just put Dancing Queen from Abba. There you go. There you go. That's that's the suck. Because, listen, that brings them in. Uh, for Super Tech Boy's second question, he asked me, Boat, how do you pick your Patreon songs? There's not one easy answer. Um, sometimes it comes to me as I'm going about my business uh, during the week, and a song will just fall into my head. Sometimes I'll rapidly, and in a panic, look around the arcade for anything that will give me a, give me a clue moments before I start. I will say... Special thank you to Pac-Billy. He really, he encourages me to dig deep within my inner uh, song catalog. So he's yeah, that's, that's right. Idea. Blame, blame Pac-Billy. Blame Whoop Pac-Billy. good. Uh, David Hearn Ryder asks, have you played Supercars 2 head-to-head? Anybody? We have. Have we? Yeah. I don't think we have. Yeah, we have. All we right. played it head-to-head. It's an overhead yeah. racing game. We played I played that. it. I just didn't know if we played it head-to-head. Yeah. I'll beat you. Trust me. There we go. You, you just answered his follow-up question. Uh, let's see, Lord Soup is coming up next, and Lord Soup writes, If AGA hadn't been a jumped-up palette buff, what would, what would the world have been a better place? Maybe AGE would have been better. Actual graphics enhancement. Man. Burial of AGA He's on, your, he's on the boat, boat, boat. <laughs> so, what do you think, Aaron? I think it's Lord Soup. He's goofy. I think that's why. Because AGA has its place. I'm going to turn into Doug. Yeah. Here, but I, I think AJ's fine. Why don't you show me some flower pictures? Listen, I'll show you some <laughs> <clears throat> the, the thing with AGA is it it was around for what? How many years? Two. All of them. No, it's no, no. Decades. No. no. I mean, actively coded. Oh, you mean, but, oh. Six, maybe? Yeah. So is that enough time to really get into the meat, get into the heart, and really pull out quality stuff? Yeah, yeah, it is, and it didn't do so well. So. <laughs> there you go. But I'm having trouble today. Yeah. Uh, his second question is: uh, Also, I'd rather have a faster processor and more RAM. Do you guys agree? These were the Amiga's problems that of the or that the inevitable obsolescence ran deeper. 
So could a faster processor and more RAM save the Amiga? Well, wait a minute. Who says the Amiga needs save? Well, yeah, Commodore's I mean, out of business. No, no, no. It ran its course. If you're gonna, if you're talking about what the next system could have been, what could have been added to it to allow Amiga to release version after version after version, you got to go way deeper than just adding a little bit of RAM. Yeah, but for those things, you got to have expandability, and not just another model. Like, like you have all these different models, you have all these different graphic modes, you have, and none of them are compatible, right? Yeah. So that's, uh, I mean, if you wanted to expand the lifespan, yes, faster processor, more RAM, but being able to do that on the machine that you bought six months ago and paid thousands of dollars. Really, for software. It. You got to, you got to really beef up that software. If only too. they'd had more of everything and better. You know, this, <laughs> this questions always get me. This, this, but let's. It's time for a reality check, all right? And this is a boat fest. I'm going to lay it down, right? Listen, you could go buy a K car in the 80s. Right? Remember those boxy cars? Mm -hmm. They were garbage, right? People drove them, okay? And, like, you could still have them today, right? But are they keeping up with the other cars? No. You could put a Ferrari engine in it, but it's still a K car. These things are decades old. So you're saying the, no Amiga, the Amiga is the K car of the No, I'm world. saying this thing is, it's over. It's oh, we lost. All you can do now, now we're just we're popping up a corpse like Reanimator. No, you can still play with the darn thing, but don't. Oh, what would it say? Nothing. This was just like thirty years ago. It's over, man. Move on. Okay. Sorry, uh, a, little, so, a little hyper there. Well, I just didn't, really you get these weird questions about what would have saved it. It was done. Also, the management. What would it say to better management? <laughs> Less crookedness. No, wasn't Well, okay, fair enough. <laughs> uh, and Super Tech Boy's final question is: If you could play a two-player game with anyone from history, who would it be, and what game would it be? Wow. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Who wrote this? Super Tech Boy. Oh, okay. I'd want to play Wii Golf with Tiger Woods. I'd want to see how he'd do. Because I'm pretty good at Wii Golf. I think I could you, take you him. You kind of stole my answer there. Oh, that was your no, answer? I was going to say, I want to play one-on-one uh, -on -one basketball, <laughs> the Jordan versus Bird, Yeah, with Jordan. But I'm not going to say that now. I would, well, I would pay money to see that. person. Are you kidding me? Well, I can play. I didn't You'd say get play, winded I didn't, on your shoes. I didn't say play basketball. I said play the game. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, you might have a chance. You know the first thing that popped in my head? I don't. You know the kid from The Wizard? Yeah. That, that yeah. ends up winning the tournament? Fred Savage. I'd like no, to play. not Fred Savage. No, no, no. I, His brother. Yeah, I'd like to play him some, with some Rad Racer. I'd only use the Power Glove. That's it. Though. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. I never yeah. saw that movie. I would pick somebody like... From compute like Charles Babbage or somebody that was like on the early, early, earliest of computers and like Mortal Kombat four. Yeah. Be like, <laughs> How about that, blow his mind. Like, remember that thing that would some, that would light up lights and someday might read a punch card and then I'd just See, rip that, his spine out. Like, that's, so, that's sort of where I was thinking, but I was I was thinking like a caveman. And, and, like, and you, play, you play Caveman Ugg Olympics with it. Charles Babbage is like one of the few people I could beat at Mortal Kombat. Yeah. <laughs> so that was also part of the... That was also, yeah, that's how right, I was like, I think know, I, I could take a Caveman. Hundreds of years back. <laughs> uh, let's see, uh, David Hearn asks, favorite Doctor Who companion, classic or new? Ace, number one, with a bullet. There is no other. Oh, yeah, that's not true. Sarah Jane, I like her too. Does K-9, I was going to ask if K-9 counted. He, no. No, not companion again. No, that, no, it counts as a companion, but he sucked. 
Wow. <laughs> A9. Oh, what is, what, is that a hot take? Everyone hated K9. I did not watch I know. a lot of Doctor Who, but I would say the scarf. Tom Baker. But the scarf. I actually the scarf as a companion. The best, the best companion. That's a canine answer. Uh oh, we got canine had a laser. That's right, Super Tech Boy. Yeah, canine did. did have a laser. What's canine do when he comes to a set of stairs or the grass? He doesn't do anything because he's a very lame, very slow remote controlled dog. Say the card. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just calling it like it is. Christian Russell asks, "How and when did you guys first meet?" Well, I was born, and he was there. That's a bad day. I knew I was in trouble. I was like, oh, jeez. Then he got his own room and everything. Horrible. I didn't like it. John, I met in high school. Uh, we were both in high school band together. Flack in person. Hey, Flack. Bam. There's the answer. Uh, I met Bo through Digital Press uh, when we first got on the forums and, and digital press, which was like what, like 2002, something yeah, like that. Yeah, early, early on, and then, um, then one time when I was driving across country, I was like, "Hey, boats, cool if I stop by and check out your place." And, <laughs> <laughs> and well, that's not by, at and then all. Aaron was like, "Hey, Flag's gonna be there. I'll come over," and and it was like a, it was Case in the joint. Right. <laughs> Big awkward weird thing with all of us. <laughs> yeah, I, I met, of course, you've already heard from them, and I met Aaron uh, through Brent. We got introduced when I moved back to the States in uh, 2010, and uh, but we didn't really start talking until uh, like 2013 or 2014 when the, the seeds of the Amigos podcast started to take root. We did have a couple good years before that, though, doing role-playing and stuff like that. Yep. So... And look at us now. That's what right. they said. <laughs> uh, let's see. Chris Folds asks, What survival skills do you have, and how long do you think you could survive in the wilderness? Well, probably about a week. I'm a big guy. I have no survival skills outside of I can last a long time. <laughs> I have two. I have two survival skills. One is I can eat food that's been left out for a really long time <laughs> like when people go that pizza's been out for two days i'm like the end <laughs> right so i feel like if like if people have left the camp and there's still food there that so you're yogi bear <laughs> and i and also my other skill i would say like when other people go uh like we should climb here for help or do that but i'm really good at staying put <laughs> <laughs> So they say you should stay which put. Which is low-calorie yeah. consumption. Yeah. Table-scrap-eating rock. So between that and the left-behind food, I give myself about four days. That's, yeah. Oh, no, I can stick my head in the stream. I feel pretty confident about that. You know, I'm real good at pooping outside. Like, you know how some people get nervous and they, they freeze up because it's unfamiliar territory? That explains Listen. the parking lot. I think we were early in the weekend. So we... Listen, I got that covered, so... I'm going to be regular throughout my time, and I think that's important. That's what your skill is? It's, it's a very important skill. <laughs> Listen, my family were all hunters and stuff, right? And I picked up some of that and augmented it with my own special skills. I'd go out there and get me a, go, and get me a sharp rock and make myself some sort of jungle glaive. 
I just so I'd start hacking deer and stuff down. I'd be good to go. I think I could make it, man. While he's going, somebody has to watch the stuff at the camp. <laughs> well, I feel like but you ate all that stuff. It's like, like we could team up, like we have an alliance. Let's face facts. If we were out stuck in the woods and we came across a camp, we would kill the campers and then drive away. If we were That's stuck, what I would if do. If we were stuck in the woods and we didn't have the internet, I would kill myself in 30 minutes. <laughs> Is it because of me? No, I would just be like... No, if you were there, That's an indictment. Like, they, you would say, well, there's no Wi-Fi here and I would go get a rocket. Just <laughs> well, I'd survive for a good while then, yeah, eating well, off your dead body. I would fall into the campfire. What's your tenured spot, Black? Let me know. Really, yeah. <laughs> Mitsuyama asks, which TV show would you most like to be a contestant on? Uh, and he's thinking stuff like American Ninja Warrior, Survivor, Jeopardy, etc. The Bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> How's that? That's pretty good. That's pretty good. You know, what would... game, you know what game show I always loved? Press Your Luck. Mm. With the little whammy. Oh, oh, yeah. whammy, no whammy. But I don't think I'd want to be a contestant because they don't get to see the little whammy go across. Mm -hmm. That's it. No, I said I wouldn't want that. Well, then what are you going to pick? I don't know yet. <laughs> so what was that little I interlude? Have, I have a question, Aaron. If you're going to think of like, something. When you're like The Bachelor, you're like, like, oh, Aaron, you're a piece of trash. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll let you do your spiel. And I wanted to hear, but it's just that you said something, and then you stopped. And then when I asked you what the real answer was, you didn't have any. All right. Normally, when you come up with a shtick, then there's a bam at the end. You had no bam. You just had shtick. Price is right, but in the 1980s. They had to, yeah, that's not yeah. bad. Which, which one of the things you want to do? Plinko. It's, no, it's no, 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 no. There's wrong no thoughts, and you can basically not lose. So you want the dumb guy? One? What about the dude where the guy climbs up the hill? Cliffhanger. That guy. Cliffhanger. That's the one. No, that game's way too easy to lose. But it's so cooler than Plinko. I mean, because it's something visual. Okay, crowd. I want you to. I'm going to say Plinko and then Cliffhanger. You cheer for which one you'd rather do. Plinko. A smattering of applause. Cliffhanger. Yeah. Enough said. Thank you. Finally. You're what all you insane. Where were you guys during that Lionheart episode? <laughs> Bunch of turncoats. What are you guys? Name that tune or what's the new one? Shazam? Where you have to beat the right. thing. Except for, uh, but there would have to be a rule like no music newer than like 20 years old. <laughs> <laughs> so you're great at name that tune reruns. Right. <laughs> and they play like Moon River and stuff. Exactly. When they do the old ones, I'm like, yeah, that's me. You know, I like that dart game that we, you know, what I want to be on is the Yorkshire pub game. That's what you know. What I'm talking about the Yorkshire pub oh, games yeah. where they have they, they play the thing. But where that's you, not a game show. That, well, it kind of is. No, it's it, not. Wait, that's a competition. It, no, if it's on television, that counts. Yeah, it says what television it's, show would you like to be a contestant? Oh, on? but you're not contestant in that. You're an athlete. John, do you have any skill in darts at all? <laughs> yeah, I think I'm okay. No, see, that sentence tells me you're not very skilled at darts. Why? <laughs> you're either good at darts or you're not. You I wouldn't want to be in the room when he was throwing darts. <laughs> if he was right. at a pub, he'd be double dangerous. <laughs> he'd be darting everybody. But yeah, Yorkshire pub games for me. I mean, that's a good answer. I'm... All right. Uh, Paul, a.k.a. Hermsky, asks, if the four of you could choose a band to become a tribute act for, which one would you pick? No, I, I'm not a us uh, four. Yeah, wow. Um, oh well, but that well, we don't have that kind of jack. And that's what I'm Let's thinking. Try to be realistic here. I'm thinking of a nice low tier band that like I enjoy their music. I'm thinking like uh, what was the band? Uh, the, the two live crew 
We might be able to pull some of that stuff off. You know, we did four live crew because I mean, we, those guys four live crew. Wait, so you're saying we do some kind of boy band thing? No, no. Two live crew is like a very like uh, obscene rap. That's group. right. Yeah, yeah. No, I know who two live crew is. But if you're doing four live crew, that's the thing with boy bands. They just add more members. Well, yeah, but I mean. I don't know. I got. I can't think of what else we could sing. We're all horrible. I mean, I don't know. Flax might be a good singer. I know you know good. Well, he, he well someone has to be on like bass. I we can. You could. Can you rap? Uh, a presence. Please don't start. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, oh, that's true. I can't. Who sang, uh, who sang "Afternoon Delight"? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Starlight Vocal Band. That's but, it. Starlight Vocal Band. Some of the members that co- also worked on uh, Cut Your Rose. That's See? That's what. That's my answer. I think I'm going Kiss just because whatever we do is not going over well. <laughs> and then when we take the makeup, makeup off, we can like sneak out the bag and be like, that was four other... Can you imagine us opening for Kiss? The crowd would storm the stage and kill us. <laughs> I think I could do a heart-stirring rendition of Beth. <laughs> No? Does Beth know? Well, I think you thinking you can do Beth <laughs> is like Boat thinking he's going to dart. I can hold my own out there. <laughs> really? The We're going to have to see it. Uh, and he says, can you demonstrate? Yes, we can. Going to find my baby. Going to hold her tight. Going to have the afternoon delight. Sticks and stones are together, watching stars at night. And the feel of loving you is so exciting. Sky rockets in flight. Afternoon delight. Afternoon delight. Thank you. Yeah. No, no, wait a minute. I think that's wait, the appropriate response. We're opening for them and we're covering their songs? It was we're like a, a horrible opening. It was like a four-song harmony where we were each doing different songs. <laughs> oh, man. We didn't plan that ahead. I know no. that. That was god-awful. Jazz Dog writes, How much would one have to donate to put a stop to boat singing once and for all? Yeah. Yeah. Put a number on a boat. Do us all a favor. I got 40 bucks. There you go. (laughs) Stay tuned. We'll keep this going at the swap meet tonight. Oh, gee. Uh, Mitsuyama asks, What's the best roller coaster you've ridden? Ooh. What do you think, Rob? My gosh. Um... Our local amusement park has two, and I've been stuck on one, so I would say the other. (laughs) (laughs) The one I didn't get stuck on. Uh, I'm sure someone's going to be able to help me out with this. Uh, Real popular ride at Cedar Point. Top Thrill Dragster. No, no, no. The one that's been there for a while. The Raptor. No, farther back. Magnum? Magnum. That would be my answer. It's a great ride. It's also long yeah, enough that you can appreciate that you've like been on a roller coaster. I knew it. I knew it. I like the teacups. That's, that's as far as I go. I don't. I don't like roller coasters. They scare oh, okay, me. Okay, I have a question, John. Yeah. It's not that they scare me. I just. I feel. I have. I get vertigo and I get. I feel bad when I get off a roller coaster. Okay. So they good. make you physically. Ill. Yeah. They make okay. me physically. Ill. I will accept that. Thank you. <laughs> you can stay. Aaron? Huh? You have not answered the question yet. Oh, yeah. Beast. The Beast. That thing was cool. I always like yeah, that. That thing beat you up. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. A, it beat uh, you the, down. The Son of Beast really beat you up. Yeah. The Son of Beast beat you up and then took your money. I thought the Beast was cool with it. I always liked that. Did anyone ride the, the Son of Beast when it still had its wooden loop or its loop? No. No. 
Seriously, I'm the only one? Yeah. Oh, man, it was awesome. It beat the crap out of you, though. That didn't sound that good. Well, that part sucked, but the rest of it was fun. I like stuff that doesn't suck. Well, and you're still here. I can't believe it. Me either. Pajaco6502 asks, If you discover the location of an old abandoned arcade with machines that could be saved, there is no way to track down the owner. Would you break in and rescue them, or leave the machines to decay and ruin? Break what kind of question is Can this? I this? Yeah, please. I've done this. <laughs> I'm actually still an arcade gamer. <laughs> I got a phone call. Yeah, statue limitations up on this. I got a phone call from a guy who said that there was a daycare that had closed, and they were moving their stuff out, and they had left an arcade game. Like in the parking lot, and yeah. it was there for like forty-eight hours, and I figured fair game at that point. So. Yeah. So right. yes, I would and have. I've got a similar story. <laughs> I, got, I got a phone call from a guy that said that his, the place he worked had just thrown out a Gallagher machine in the dumpster, and there and it was behind their locked fence. Yeah. So I got into the locked fence, and then I took it out of the dumpster, and I put it in my car and drove off. Mine was a Defender cabinet that was being used literally as a children's toy box. So the back was open, and it was full of doll heads. Wow. <laughs> Not creepy at all. Right. What kind of kid was that? Right. You were breaking anything? I have nothing. I have nothing. I wish I had stories like that. Those are great. Would you yeah. assist? Yes. All right. I'll be there tonight. All Where right. are we going? There was a galga in this, in this dumpster. My brother saved it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, Happy Coding ZX writes, if you could play only Japanese games, only American games, or only European games, which would you pick? Does the language barrier still exist? No. Oh. Oh. Wow. Um, that's a tougher question then. It's not tough for me. Japanese all the way. All my favorite games are Japanese games. Sorry, Europeans. Sorry, Americans. I mean, I like a lot of Japanese games, but I think I'm still going to stick with Ameri with uh, U.S.-type games, North American games. Yeah, I'm going to go with I, I, on this one. I think, well, let me let me go back. If we're talking about retro games, Jap Japan, 100%. If we're talking about games from the past 15 or 20 years, I'd probably tilt more towards the U.S. studios. We finally got it together. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. Because really, the games we, a lot of the retro games were just Japanese games that came over anyway, and there's still tons of stuff we didn't get. Right. So you'd be you. getting the best of both All worlds. the great arcade games were from Japan, the old school ones. That's yeah. That makes it tough. I may change my vote. Japan. I changed my vote. I know. I was going American, but now I feel like I'm so turning I'm Japanese. About, I'm thinking, oh, <laughs> you really think so? There's too many good I mean, ones. I love them. <laughs> Chris Fold says, describe the best cat you've ever eaten. Oh, sorry. Describe the best cake you've ever eaten. <laughs> It's very furry and my four legs. <laughs> Where the hell did you get that? I misread it. Best cake? Yeah, best cake. Damn, there's so many. <laughs> uh, Don't curse. Uh, oh, God. Listen, it's okay to say cake. Um, I'm going to go with. Uh, gosh, man. I, yeah, if I, I really liked our wedding cake. Well. Spring Hill, but no, no, no. Oh, oh no, no. It was, no Hill, it was Spring Hill Bakery and it was a very expensive cake. Yeah, those are, they do that good, made it taste they better. They do good work. What about you? Um, it's hard to pick one. I really cake. like I Also, re the loving I feel for my wife made it that much more delicious. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, go. there used to be a place in Barbersville 
uh, called the Fratelli's or something like that. It's one of those strip malls it's there, still there. across from the Hardee's. Yep. They have an Italian wedding cake that's my favorite cake. Yeah. I love that. And wedding cake for you, too? Did you have that at your wedding? I don't remember my wedding. Yeah. I don't. I don't follow up for that. I, I just let you sink and swim on that one. <laughs> Suddenly, I look better by comparison. <laughs> My wife, uh, many years ago, we did the online thing where you could get your free, uh, become a reverend in the church for whatever. I got, well, yeah, right, I got okay. And then she paid for the license so that she could wed people. And it never came up until about five years ago. We had a friend who was getting married, and uh, for whatever reason, like the the uh, pastor bailed out, and they needed somebody. And so she said she would do it. They asked me to ask her. I said we will only do it if we get free cake. And so we went and they brought us a piece of cake. Uh, it was kind of a joke, right? Uh, but they had like this thousand dollar, I mean, just an incredibly expensive cake, which you would think was why I liked it, but really just because it was free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was very delicious, especially for a free cake. You know, I'm gonna, and this is convenient, my answer to this, because the best cake I ever had was today. And it was available at, at the Boat Fest Concession Center for these Swiss cakes. These are that little Debbie. They're pretty good. They're pretty good. And they're reasonably priced. <laughs> it's, it's the tastiest cake. I endorse it. I'd like to add to my survival skills eating cake. Yeah. <laughs> that will help us. Those are tough to come across in the wild, though, a problem. I, when we're laying there, when we're taking inventory, like, what can everybody do? <laughs> I can eat cake. Chris Folds asks also, if you could invent a gadget to automate any part of your life, what would it solve and why? I've got one right off the bat. I, know, I bet it's the same as mine. What is it? So when I used to watch the Jetsons okay, when I was a kid. <laughs> Go ahead. When I used to watch the Jetsons, it seemed like he had a robot bed that would dump him out of bed, stand him up, take him into the shower, yeah. shave himself, and be ready to go. Yeah. Because that's the hardest part of my day, just getting out of bed. If I had a machine that would automate that yeah. for me, I would yeah. love it. I mean, I, that's sort of what I was going to say. I, just, I was not that... That's pretty good. I was just going to have me something to shave my head. That's such a pain. And the thing is, I want hair. So not only does it suck, because I have to do it, but I feel like it's counterproductive to my overall goals <laughs> of having hair. Right. Because I'm shaving off the little bit of hair I've got, like a geek. Yeah. Well, it's like that Elton John song, you know? I want, I want hair, but it's impossible. No, I've never heard that one. Oh. That must have been one of his later albums. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I'm going with food prep. Like, I'm not a good cook, chef, like, prepare. And so, just like Star Trek, like that kind of thing where, you know, you would walk in and be like, Earl, here's easy. a meal. And then you would just, you know, go. Yeah. That's a, yeah, that's a good yeah, I'd love to have a replicator. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, I would, I would, everyone's going to say, oh, you just use the washing machine. <laughs> no, I want someone to do my laundry and then fold it and put it away for me. Don't look that direction. <laughs> Let me tell you something. <laughs> you, that's you are wrong. Not a so good survival wrong. skill. No. <laughs> yeah. I would tell you to beat the tar out of me. Not not no, I. It would be that would be awesome. In fact, that would be. Get on that, Aaron. You want me to fold your laundry? I'll do it real quick. Give me a match. I'll burn that pile. Uh, Chris Folds asks. What's with the massive gap around toilet doors in the USA? 
So we can under look the bottom. Yeah. So you can crawl under there, man. Yeah, that's what I always also, do. Also, monsters get under there, too, like in a movie. That's part mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. Because if they went all the way to the ground, nothing could get well, in. Well, no, I that's think true. they're talking about the, the gaps between the hinges and the, the, the closing of the doors. That's no, a, they're not. I guarantee that's some of the things. Who thinks that's right? Anybody? You? Bam. Thank you. Yeah, th- that's a big <laughs> Maybe thing. Maybe I don't understand what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, it is. That's sort of the thing between the hinges and the and the yeah. and the where you close is that the door. What you think yeah. he means? No, but I, I mean, as far as like down, I think part of it is built in to make you uncomfortable not to hang out. Like, like the McDonald's booths, like they make those so that they're comfortable for ten minutes, but not an hour. Right? Wait, so. you know, you've heard me talk about Bathroom Fight Club before, right? So, Bathroom Fight Club goes on at Winfield Middle School. Where you get guys and they have Fight Club, but you got to do it in the bathroom stall. Okay, bathroom Fight Club never would have been found out if it hadn't been for that gap. That's why they do. What it. happened was, did you walk in? There were two. Did you see two feet? You just walking? see two feet scuffling around the toilet. Bathroom Fight Clubbing. You know, you should find all the people doing that and just berate them. <laughs> that's the stupidest thing I've ever no, there heard. There are no winners in a bathroom Fight Club situation because Fight Club. In itself is a, a, a unique idea, but the fact that two geeks are going to pile into a stall where people defecate, and that's where they choose, this is our final battleground, we're going to go for it in here? I don't know how to explain it. Well, that's something it's... like when you win a fight, you get the story, right? And I mean, your story starts with, well, I got in a stall with this dude. Yeah. <laughs> right! I mean, you're off to a bad start. Like, no matter how good the fight wins. Yeah. <laughs> Do these fights always end with a swirly? Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know how they end. They've got a whole rule system that's sort of like they the do? MMA rules. Yeah. Jeez. Have you ever thought about going undercover? <laughs> What's it going to be? A urinal cake? <laughs> yeah, you infiltrate the, the, the fight. suggest any of us just like loiter club. around young boys' <laughs> restrooms. <laughs> Probably not. I don't think if they see both, they're going to actually have the fight either. Right. Right. And then Boat will come out beat up. Man, our future leaders are all screwed. Yeah. Our current what are you going to say? What are you talking about? The future now. <laughs> Jeez, that's a stupid Although, family. if you look at the schedule, at 11 o'clock tonight, we are having Bathroom Fight Club <laughs> on these bathrooms over here. So if anybody wants to take down the reigning champion. <laughs> Um, Duncan Styles asks, now that Boat Fest is up and running, will it be back next year? Not just yeah, but hell yeah! yeah. Woo! He'll beat you. <laughs> oh God, I'm gonna stay out of the bathroom. <laughs> well, I need a bigger room. Pixels of Dawn writes, what's the most and least impressive live event you've ever attended? Oh man. Oh. Well, the, I'll tell you something. <laughs> The least impressive, you know, Teresa loves these idiots. What are these goose on like court TV or something that they do all the practical jokes? They're impractical jokers. Mm-hmm. She's dying to go see these geeks. I don't like that show, right? Because I don't like to be embarrassed by someone's antics. Mm-hmm. It's not my thing, mm-hmm. you know, unless I'm involved. And so they have a show, and so they have a live show. We went to the live show, all right? They have an opening act, and then here they come, the wacky guys, right? So they, of course, if you ever see the show, they did these videos where they do all this crazy stuff. So I thought to myself, what are these guys going to do on stage? You know, they're going to play jokes with the usher or bring guys up in the audience. Then they go, okay, let's watch this. They just point to the screen. That was the show. They just showed clips of the show. That was the show. So that was, that was horrible. That sounds bad. That was no good. I would say the worst one I went to is we went to a stand-up comedy show that was 
billed as Saturday Night Live alumni, and it was like Chris Kattan was one of the people, <laughs> and um, it was all kind of and John Lovitz. Well, that's and, pretty good. He's okay. And anyway, we bought tickets at the last second, and uh, they placed us behind a giant support beam where we could not see the stage. So it was just going to a live event where you couldn't see the stage and you just got to hear bad Saturday Night Live things going on the whole time. So that was pretty rotten. Yeah, that stinks. Aaron, <clears throat> what was the, the con we went to uh, when I was in the Settlers Tournament? Gen Con? Gen Con. You, know, you couldn't remember that? No, it's my, the biggest con. Dude, my, my brain is fried. Second I'm in survival mode. Con. That's right. <laughs> that was That actually fulfills both criteria. It's the best con and the worst con at the same time. The actual Gen Con part of Gen Con was great, but the Settlers Tournament that I was in was in a hallway, not in the main stage area, on just round tables, in uncomfortable chairs, and it was actually miserable. Do you remember that at all? The best, actually, I like that con. The best no, part that, was the con was great, but the tournament part. They had a party for all the people that won, and that so was I was his great. second. And all these geeks, none of them drank, so they gave us their drink cards. That was great. So I had coupons for days. That was good and south when I rolled out of that joint. That was dandy. Remember the auction at that place? I, yeah, I did. That was awesome. Yeah. There was all so much nothing. unique stuff. Yeah, it was all too much money. Well, duh. Everyone that's, you, to go to these, this is why I like this boat con, your boat fest. <laughs> right. Because when you go to Gen Con. You know, when you say boat con, it kind of gets When you go to Gen edge. Con, it's like you can have the big bucks. Oh, you want that classic... Dungeons and Dragons manual for like nineteen like twenty-four. No one knew it how to get here. We don't know. It's like eighteen million bucks, right? Here, you want to beat down Apple two or whatever, it's five bucks or whatever you get you're in. This is the this is a common man. Common man festival. I, I bet and, that festival didn't have a bathroom fight club. That's right. <laughs> that's right. You know, it's funny, I'm gonna go a similar tack. The best and the least impressive event had to has it has to be Amiga Ireland. You know, the first year I went to Amiga Ireland, it was magical. I flew there. I slept the whole way there. When I got up, I was ready to go. I had a great weekend. It was a really small room. I mean, it was literally not much bigger than this room. I got to know so many awesome people. It's fantastic. The next year I went back, it was in a room four times this size. Everything was cordoned off. Nobody really felt, I didn't feel like I could get to know anybody. Uh, of course, the, the famous interview with Dave Haney, they got cut short for the Friend OS infomercial. Um, it just—it was a totally different event, and it really made—it left me feeling horrible because there were so many people that I wanted to hang out with that came that second year, like Chris Folds and Edmund Helland and all these, and all these people. Of course, Edmund was there the first year. Um, Graham was there, um, and so it sucked because I was so happy I was there, but at the same time, the event had changed so much it was almost like a different event. So. Boat Fest will never change. It'll always be awesome. <laughs> it will always be small in a small room. That's right. <laughs> and with that, since we have no questions from the room. Oh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, hold on. Let me get the Bam. No, that thing didn't work. Don't That's worry all right. It. Just hold it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> now talk loud. Yeah. All right. So my, my question is, if you had to choose one joystick for everything for the rest of your life, what would you choose? Nice, nice question. I will go first. Man, man that's a toughie. No, it's not. Oh. There's only one answer. Oh, no. I would choose a DualShock controller. That's not what I thought you'd say. I would choose a DualShock controller because it's got everything. You got two analog sticks, you got plenty of face buttons, you got the shoulder buttons. 
It covers everything. I thought you said the gym sticks. You the gym stick is for eating. Alone, that's man. a survival skill. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I, that's the same choice because, I mean, it's not my favorite It's not my favorite, but... But, I mean, if you pick the Atari 2600 joystick, you're going to have a tough yeah. time right, <laughs> kind of limited. Out, right, so... You know, my very first thought was the old Capcom fighting stick that had the NES and Super NES thing. That thing but sucked. Yeah, no, that, the stick was great. The stick was great for what it was. But, no, I agree. The, I think the 360, Xbox 360 controller, I know I'm going to get a lot of hate. It's by far my favorite stick. By far. Oh, I would say specifically the PS3. If we're picking, like... Really? I yeah. hate the triggers on the PS3. I, I do as well. Well, but it's USB rechargeable. PS4. Just go PS4. And you get the mouse pad up top, yeah, too. too expensive. <laughs> <laughs> See, you only buy one joystick for the rest of your life. You're like, ah. Dude, <laughs> I don't, I don't like games that have a lot of buttons. I've heard that. And so I'm going to not do that. I don't want all those buttons and triggers like crap. I want something like a, uh, sort of like a Sega Saturn joystick. It's got the three button doubled up. That thing's, that thing's totally freaking fine. That's what I like. And maybe a couple triggers. What are you going to do about driving games? I'm going to play them with that joystick. Hey, listen, what are you playing on the Amigo driving games? You just use a regular stick. What that weird crap? I'm going with that. All right. Any other questions from the house? These questions lining up. Are yeah, just come on up, sit in the chair. I thought these are people for the Fight Club. Huh? Oh God! <laughs> just take the mic. Just take the mic out. Take. All right. So you're trapped on a desert island. Yeah. You can only bring one mini console. What is it? Oh. All right. Question. Repeat the question for uh, for the folks at home. You're on a desert island. You can only have one mini console. What do you bring? And you, this has to be a stock, and in 48K, you mean a stock mini console, right? Not one that's modded. Yeah. Oh, crap. That changed my answer. Right. Oh, oh okay. that's so different, because I was going to mod the crap out of one. And well, be then, then, then that's every mini console. Well, I know. That's right. That's what I want. I want it first, because I, I already know. I, I would choose this Nest one, because you've got all of the role-playing games that take you a million years to beat, plus you got Mario Kart, plus you got Mario World, plus you got Star Fox. It's a great selection of games. I agree. That would that really shows what era we grew up in, John. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, I'm a hundred percent with you. I might go the NES one, just because I'm so bad at like Super Mario three. Like I should be able to beat it better. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but or Super. I mean, either one of those. Either one of those. I'm gonna go with the egret or whatever thing was that we remember. Okay, yeah, that's the one. The and I want, but as long as it comes with the little uh, the spinner, the Taito. That's the what Taito I want. The Taito console. one. Yeah. yeah, that's got all kinds of cool crap on. It I like that whole it'll tate up the yin yang. Okay, other questions from the house. Come on up, Mr. Cola. Oh, yeah. I think there's a fight, fight, fight to the bathroom. So. At retro conventions like this, you have the opportunity to play. Yeah, yeah. I got to play on a TPC 464. I've never seen one in IRL. Um, are there any machines that you have to play on? All right, repeat that for the. That's All a right, good question. So good question, Cola. Cola asks, what system would you like to experience that you've only experienced through emulation? 
Uh, I'll go first because yeah. I already know. Or not at all. Or not at all. Uh, Acorn Archimedes. I've still never used one, and I would love to use one. I'd love to own one. Anybody got one for the swap meet? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got six. Well, I'm the same with you. I The uh, CPC, I was so excited. Uh, you know, when you do all these podcasts, you look up stuff on Moby Games, you know, you see the list of like, also released for this, this, and there's always that Amstrad CPC, and I was, I was like, I've never seen one in person. So, you know, getting to, you know, being able to see that and, and you can see the pictures of things, but you really don't get an idea of like how big that keyboard is, you know, or whatever. So that's, that's cool being able to see it and next to other systems, you know, so. If you could take one cons or one computer to Bathroom Fight Club, you want to take that down, yeah, no yeah, kidding. You can brain a man with I it. I want to it's take Level Lord's joystick with me. <laughs> Um, I'm going to go with the FM Towns. Oh my gosh, I was going to pick the... Oh, no, I wasn't oh. picking the two. No, I want the, I want the expanded power of the FM Why Towns, Why in the too. world were we both thinking the same basic Well, because console. number one, they're too hard to emulate. That's exactly what I was thinking. And number two... Oh my gosh, I'm scared. And number two, uh, I may be able to, once I thoroughly vet that, then that's when you make the trade for the car, Marty. And then you're done. <laughs> and you got it. Because this was my mindset, right? I was thinking, FM Towns, Marty... It's such a pain in the butt to emulate, but it exists. I want to experience things on it. It's also good. It's got cool stuff on it. It, it, it appears to have had cool stuff on it. Oh, I'll it never does. know. It does. Trust me, it does. But the, yeah, that, oh, that's gosh. a good I completely agree. Well, there you go. Wow, that didn't happen too wow. much. I'm glad we videoed right. that. Thank, Thank you, Mr. Cola. Come on up, Frank. I can't get the mic to the mic doesn't work, but he's, if you want to hold it, it's for effect, Frank. Two-part question here. We're going to settle this debate quickly. Uh, and I prefixed uh, this before my question that remember our advertising deal is up for Atari ST or Amiga? Atari ST or Amiga. Well... It depends on the use case. It depends on the use case. I think that if you want if you want to experience the first 16-bit system that was widely available with a broad range of games in that 1985-1986 time period, you're going to want to go with the ST. If you want to see what the true first generation of 16-bit computers was like in terms of the game scene, you go ST. For pretty much anything else, unless you need MIDI ports in your computer, you go with the Amiga. He's right. I'll have our marketing people come. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Mark question: Why is the stream called both test? Both test. <laughs> because it was them, and then they invited both of us. <laughs> 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 All right, Curtis. All hail. Well, yeah, we can't see your face. I, unfortunately, you're, we're, we're answering your crotch. Yeah, so and that's never good. You don't want to respond to that. Oh boy. Uh, there's so many. Let me. Dinner was awful good last night, and Retro Rewind picked up the tab. That was pretty good. I would go with that. No, what, what, what do you think? I loved watching these four guys play NBA Jam on the yeah, Jag. That, that was great. That was great. I mean, I could say something cheesy like the camaraderie or something, but I'm going to say the visual pinball. 
Um, because, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, if it's you know something what, you because here's before. the thing, uh, like, like there's a lot of stuff you can emulate that doesn't really take away from the real experience, right? Like, like older systems or whatever, if it's just a generic joystick, whatever. But I've seen videos of the visual pinball tables before, but I've never played one. So being able to actually press the buttons and see what it feels like, or whatever, I thought that that's really cool. And something that, that uh, you know, you're not just going to pick up just to test out. Yeah. So me and other Rob are having actual high score challenges where one of us plays, plays good and then the next person plays better and we're going back and forth. That's been a long time. It's been a long time since I've been able to experience that, and I'm really enjoying it. The one with the camaraderie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what I meant was that being answer. up here with both of these guys. <laughs> your answer was super cheesy, but I'm going to steal it because I don't. I don't get to go to these uh, cons and stuff, so I didn't get to meet nobody. And I've talked to everybody like online, but that's like I got to actually like see them. I like I met Curtis, you know, but. You know, I got that's the. Most disappointing and so, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I met Curtis, but I mean, but you know, uh, it's it's neat. Like, uh, I, I've watched a lot of Cole with the 48K. I've talked to Oron forever, you know, Level Lore. I've talked to Eric Pack, all these guys. Everybody came out. I've seen them, you know. I listened to some of your podcasts or watched some of your streams or have just seen you in Discord. But I mean, I'm. My brain's not that good for remembering who is what. And so it's, I've actually been able to, now I see who they are. It's a lot easier for me. Plus, I just like to see, like, you know, who's tall? Who's got a great head of hair? Yeah. You wouldn't you believe know? how he went on when we met Level Lord last night. He told me four or five times. He's like, he's so tall. And then, like, 15 minutes, he's like, did you see how tall Level Lord yeah. was? <laughs> it's like, he's also got cool pants. I don't know if you noticed that. Aaron does experience things in 15 minute chunks. He can literally relive life experiences <laughs> over true. and over again. But I think it's dandy. And then, on top of that, of course, it's all the crazy stuff people brought. Like, uh, uh, the, the, the uh, super, super rare Amiga Level Lord bought all the crazy stuff. That I've never seen over here, and it's been that's been a lot of fun. And so I didn't, we didn't even think about that when you were doing this because we just thought, okay, I mean, honestly, we're just gonna throw out some consoles and we're, oh, we've got plenty of stuff. And then people are like, we're gonna bring stuff, and I didn't even think that that was gonna be part of it. And that's been like a great part. So yeah, yeah. there you go. They're double cheap. How tall is Level Lord Super Tech Boy? How tall are you, Level Lord? No, you're taller than six three. You're at least six eight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He wears lifts. Help us, hosers. Can we get a Canadian translation yeah. of that, please? <laughs> there you go. Oh, he was right. You denied a factor. You denied his own height. That's bathroom fighting. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like your odds in that one, bro. He pounds you like a nail. All right. So we are going to uh, giving them last chance. No last call. This is the last call. For, this is the last call on the floor for any more questions. Um, Come on, guys. All right. Well, oh, we are going to bring Ask the Amigos to the close. But guess what? Boatfest continues to roll on. We are going to start our uh, nightly swap meet and auction. Uh, we are going to move uh, some a, a table out here. We're going to set up some extra tables for people that brought things that they'd like to sell or trade. Uh, and we will keep the stream going. 
Uh, and uh, we hope you enjoy the rest of this evening's entertainment. Thank you for coming yeah, out. Let's give an extra hand for Boat, too, for setting all this up. Oh, thank you. Nice fast, Boat. Good fast, Boat. All right. That's it. Yes. Adios. You yeah. can give us Adios. That.